Hello. Ring, ring, hello. Ring, ring. Hello. 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 This is your brain on weird. My name is Jess. My name is Sam. And this is our shorter, smaller episode called A Little Weird, where we take some shorter topics and, in this case, listener episodes and read them. Listener stories? Yes. (laughs) That. (laughs) It's late. My brain isn't working. I understand. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So we have a total of three, and we maybe have one more if time allows, but I think there's one longer one, so I think this will be good. Okay. Okay. So I think you have the first one? Yeah. 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 I'll start. Um, So this one is just a short one from Stella. Thank you, Stella. Yes, thank you, Stella. One night, I was washing my hair while in the bathtub. There was a lamp on a secure hook over the toilet, about eight feet away. Suddenly, the lamp begins to flip up several times, finally disengaging from the hook and falling into the toilet where it exploded. I watched the whole thing in shock. Stella, you have a ghost. Thanks. I would call that a ghost. I'm literally just imagining the lamp, like, just, like, shaking, like, violently against the wall. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds terrifying, especially if you're, like, in the bathtub. Oh, my God. You're just, like... I feel like that's, like, when you're, you're, like, the most at peace. Right. Like, sick. (laughs) Oh, my God. Poltergeist. Lamp. You have a haunted lamp, Stella. I know that's exactly why you wrote in, so that we could tell you what your your problem is, but... (laughs) She also said, uh, I remember it seeing in her email that she also said that uh, it felt really nice to share that with somebody. So I don't know if that's like the first time that she's told someone. But We uh, believe you if that's uh, why you were hesitant to come forward. But I absolutely I totally believe, believe that. that. <laughs> that's just, it's too crazy for somebody to make up. Ugh, okay. So the second one, the middle one, is a little bit longer. Um, I haven't read it yet, but I kind of skimmed it, and I'm really excited to read this one. Um, So this one comes from Heikati, pronouns are she, her. Thank you. Uh, So here we go. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. She said she's always had paranormal experiences since... Since she can remember, um, she says the very first place was in a duplex that we lived at in Idaho. It was nice, but it was an older building. Three bedrooms, two baths, typical living. I lived with my parents and two older brothers. I am the baby. After about a week of moving in to the new duplex is when my family and I started noticing things. Lights would go on and off on their own. Doors would be locked on their own. Even my bedroom door, which did not lock, would lock. Ew. (laughs) And she said, I'll, she says, I'll get to that in parentheses. So right. um, my brother's room was kitty corner from mine. So at night, being three years apart in age, we would gab until we finally would fall asleep. Sounds very nice. First of all, Cute. one night I started to see this black swirling mist thing hovering about as tall as tall as I was at age five. It kept swirling, kind of had a sparkle to it. So, of course, my dumb five year old ass would just stare at mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would move closer to my door and stop. I stared at it until I fell asleep. The next day, I told my mom about it, and she said it was just my imagination. Well, not more than two nights later, some black, misty swirl was back. I yell-whispered to my brother in his room. This is a fake name. Josh. Josh, do you see that? He replied, what? 
I said, come look at it. It's a cloud thing. As he came in my room, it disappeared. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Of course. I begged him to stay in there and wait with me. So he sat alongside on my daybed and we waited. Both of us started getting sleep after getting sleepy after waiting a bit. And then the black swirling mist cloud spooky shit thing came back (laughs) this time into my room, stopping at my doorway. My brother said, I don't think this is supposed to be here. I'm getting mom. Oh, my God. (laughs) I have chills. I'm glad I put a sweatshirt on. Um, Uh, This doesn't seem right. (laughs) I don't think that thing's supposed to be here. Um, But instead of getting their mom, we stared into this black, sparkling black mist thing, watching it swirl and swirl. He slept there in my room that night. I think he was scared to move. Same as me. Yes. Next day, we tell our mom. Again, she dismissed us and the story. <clears throat> a bit later, my dad would end up missing tools, asking us if we moved them. We never would. We would have been dead if we had. We would search. Nothing would turn up until a day to a week later, depending on which time this happened. He would chalk it up to him just misplacing it. My mom would have makeup go missing, an ashtray that randomly slid off the counter, knickknacks that would be moved on their own. Eventually, it escalated further, started to hone in on me only. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, One day I was playing with my Barbies in my room. Yes. When all of a sudden my ring with its blue circle gem started to move across the room towards me on the floor. It moved in a really jerky way. When it got close to me, it slid under my bed and and the moving stopped. I got up screaming and running from my room. Yes, appropriate reaction. (laughs) I, I ran right to my mom. I was begging her to check under my bed and telling her what happened. She came, looked under the bed, and saw nothing. Not even my fucking ring. Oh my god. She said I had imagined it. Five-year-old me pleaded with her to believe me, crying about what I had just witnessed. I would later make my father sit in my room in the rocking chair until I would fall asleep. This lasted about a week until he decided that he had had absolutely enough. (sighs) Not much later after this, again, I was playing in my room when my door slammed shut with me in it. I ran to the door, turned the knob to open it, nothing, the door would not budge, so I began to cry, obviously, and wailed loudly. Help me, mom, I'm stuck, banging on the door. I did this for what felt like it was 20 minutes, when in reality, it was probably about one to two minutes. Finally, I laid up against the door, crying only, when my mom opens the door and asks me why I was crying. Oh my god. I burst into more tears when I told her what happened. She again didn't believe me. Again, a few days later, the door thing happens. My whole family is home this night. The door slams shut, which my father hears. We are not allowed to be punk kids slamming doors. <laughs> Relatable. So my, yes. So my dad comes to, comes to my door, goes to open the door, and nothing. It's stuck, he says. Hikati, get off the door and let go of the handle. I said, Dad, I don't have a hold of the handle. The door locked itself. He bickered with me a bit about how the door was no has no way to lock, and I had to be holding it. Well, Dad got so mad, he physically took the doorknob, took off the doorknob to get into my room. I was sitting on the edge of my bed with my curtains pinned open to the wall with thumbtacks. He checked it out, look, looked at the inner workings, and couldn't find how it could have done this. Things continued to happen after this. After this. <clears throat> shadows were seen my dad started to see things here and there and we would hear whispers we actually ended up moving into my grandma- grandmother's basement for a month while looking for another place to live so we did move finally good holy shit good. i feel like a lot of times you hear stories and you're just like why didn't you just move 
I know it's not that easy. <laughs> it's not that easy, no. This isn't the end, and still isn't the end of of me seeing things to this day. I am now 36. I see shadows still. I feel things and I've had experiences that others have been witness to that are much more spooky than this first event in my life. If you want to hear those after reading this, let me know. Which, of course, I did. Um... <laughs> I will do a much better job at writing it out with details later. I'll even look for pictures of the locations the event occurred at. So she actually sent me a picture of the house. Wow. That she Fuck. used to live in. It was Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, it was a duplex here. I'll just so you can get an idea. Uh-huh. <sighs> Once you get this open. She oh. said that her, her window her window was the second one in on the right side from the front. Oh. So that one right there. That well, was where this is was. not what I was picturing when I pictured a duplex. No. no, it's not what I was picturing either. It's a very, like, standard looking, like, I don't know, like, what era that was, but it looks like mid-90s, like. Yeah, how is that a two-family? Like, what? I think, well, I think uh, you can see that there's, like, two parking areas. Yeah, two yeah. parking areas. So, yeah, so there's probably, like another family that lives like on the opposite side yeah it's very weird very weird yeah so that there's that um so yeah she said that she had more stories so obviously i was like okay um you can send those to me (laughs) (laughs) you should probably just send those to me yeah so there is more um so this is after she moved out of this house so the second house that she lived in as an adult was where she had the worst activity. It was a home that had been owned by a prominent doctor in their small town, and apparently some very bad stuff happened there. Um, kind of want to know what happened. It's just some very bad stuff. Uh, yeah. So, I guess she was married previously. Not anymore. She says he's a huge asshole and religious nut, so Damn. good for you. Um, so she says that they moved moved into this beautiful, large, older brick home in Caldwell, Idaho. All we knew is that it was an old doctor's home and it was left in trust to his son. The son didn't want anything to do with the home, so he would just rent it out. The previous renters ended their lease six months in and left. I didn't think much of that other than maybe they got a great job and moved. Sounds like what I would do. Right? I'd be like, that's nothing. Um, it was a nice, older, and quiet neighborhood. No crime or any other kinds of bad things had happened in that neighborhood, to our knowledge. The very first night in the house was when I saw and heard things. Oh, fuck. I was sitting on the couch in the front living room, front sitting area slash living room, feeding my six-month-old child. The TV was on. I was probably watching Ghost Hunters or something like that late at night. Oh, God, that makes it even worse. (laughs) When out of the corner of my eye, I saw a black figure standing in the doorway leading to the hallway that would go towards the bedrooms. This house was very large. (sighs) I looked straight in that direction and the shadow was gone. I thought nothing of it. New house. Eyes must probably be playing, playing tricks on me. Then I started to hear walking. So I got up, baby in my arms, and walked through the archway into the back sitting room. I peeked my head around the corner and saw nothing. I went to the back of the house and checked in on asshat husband at the time and my second child, who was three, both asleep in their rooms. A few days later, at home with just myself and my kids, I hear men talking loudly from the back bedroom area. I walked back to the room, still still hearing the men's voices speaking. Looking in my kids' room first and out those windows, nothing. Still hearing low men's voices talking. I walked to my room and then the talking stops. I still look out the windows. My house was not close to the other home, and I had a huge backyard, which was totally fenced in. 
would totally be my first reaction too. Uh, I went a step further and walked the entire perimeter of the house outside to see if I could find anyone close to my home talking loud enough to hear. There was not a soul in sight outside. This too, I brushed off. <sighs> yeah, Yikes. I would hate that. I would hate that. Oh, it's just my imagination. Yep. <sighs> Yikes. 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 Um, continuing throughout the week, my home was plagued with dark shadows, sounds of doors opening, and still more voices. Then things got even worse. My three-year-old would wake me up at night from him talking talking in his room. This happened more times than I can count. I would ask him who he was talking to. His response was the man in the room. Mm. He told me he was nice like his papa. Mm-mm. I thought this had to be something related to him dreaming or an imaginary friend. A few more nights of this happening when I wake up to him screaming and crying. <gasps> we both jump out of bed and run into the kid's room. Tears are streaming down his face and he's crying. He said the scribble man was staring at him and looking at him from the end of his bed. (laughs) Dude, that reminds me of the blurry man story from episode one. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Fucking Christ. I rolled up my sleeves. I gotta pull them down because I'm getting chills. I bet scribble (laughs) man doesn't have a face, but he has eyes. I'm sure he doesn't have a face. (laughs) Uh, you don't need a face to mumble quietly. Um, okay, so it took him a bit to calm down, and I ended up sleeping in the room with him. Uh, not more than a week after this, I'm laying in my bed watching TV at night. Everyone is asleep. I hear a creak coming from the hallway. Again, me not wanting to freak myself out. I don't think too much into it. It's an old house. It will make noise. Until I see a shadow. Shadow at the entry of my door. It stood or hovered up to just above where the doorknob would be. It didn't move. Wait, up to just above the... Oh, no. Oh, no. Child ghost. I know. I was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. Um, I grabbed my phone and took a picture because I wanted proof later, and I sent it to my best friend, Kara. She messaged me back saying she sees a person with a weird face standing there. I look at the photo, change the lighting, and yup, there's a smallish thing with a broken-looking face. Not fully there. What the fuck? I begin to freak out now. Same. I wake up my asshat husband and say, there's something in the hallway. Please go check. He gets up yelling something at me about how there's nothing there, flips on the hallway light and says, didn't you shut the door to the hallway? I said, yes, right before I came in here. He tells me it's open. So he goes out and searches the house after checking in, checking, checking in the kid's room. They are asleep, safely in bed. He finds nothing and says, maybe I didn't shut it all the way. So after that night, I started locking it. It would be found open more times after that over the months of living there. It went on almost daily of things happening. The shadows, the noises, voices, and now both my kids scared of this said scribble man they see in the house. (laughs) I hate scribble man. Yes, me too. One time they were out playing in the game room when I heard screaming. My three-year-old said he saw that man in the corner. I look to the corner that he points to and there's a door open to the top cabinets there. Cabinets too high for a child to reach. I walk over to it, check inside and find nothing but our stuff we stored in there months ago after moving in. I gather both the kids up and have them play in the living room for the rest of the day. (laughs) I never saw the full body of whatever was there, but two people did besides my children. My husband at the time was homesick while I was out at my brother's birthday party with family. That sounds like an asshat thing to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, I get a call. Whoa. Quote, why are you being a bitch hiding in the hallway? 
I said, um, what the fuck? I'm not even home. I'm at my brother's party still. I hold the phone up and out for him to hear. I get back on and I'm greeted by silence. He says, I think someone is in the house. The door opened from the front and then the hallway and I saw someone your height in the hallway standing there. I told him he should get up to check. He said no, because it or someone was still in the hallway. He finally gets up and walks out to see what or who was in the hallway and the thing just vanishes. Straight up poofs its ass out of there. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Oh my god, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Not the not how scary that is, but that sentence was just amazing. <laughs> Straight up poofs its ass out of there. He walks further in the house and noticed a door to the game room was wide open, so he goes and checks. Can't find anyone, but stuff is moved. The chair is not by the wall near the pool table like it normally is, and the kids' toys are on the ground. They had been picked up and cleared prior to me leaving. So he ends up calling the local police department to look around the property. They find no one around and nothing missing. Just things out of place. A little after Christmas, things ramp up again. Now we all hear voices talking, man's voice yelling, door slam, and my kids being visited by the scribble man more often. (laughs) It's beginning to get to us all, freaking us out more. Our lease is up in two months from this date. During broad daylight, we would see a tall shadow move from the hallway by the rooms to the back room. Repeatedly for hours at a time. So just like pacing. Yeah. Yep. We would have random things missing, knocked down and moved. Um, finally we broke, ended up moving out two weeks before our lease was up. The day we moved, we had my father and a family friend there with his five-year-old helping us move. It was down to the last boxes, and I was heading down the road in my truck to the new house when my dad called me from the house. I don't know what is going on, he said, but Gerald's kid is freaking out. He said a man in brown with no face, shit, yelled at him inside the house to get out. No face. (laughs) Called it. They never have a fucking face. You don't you need a, a face to face. yell, man. Shit. Oh. My dad and Gerald both search the house. Of course, no one is there. The door is locked up front and in back, just them and the child. We moved out of a house that got to be too much for us. Now I understand why the other renters must have moved out even sooner. Side note, I don't have the picture anymore, sadly. It was one of those old keyboard flip phones which has since died. That is so sad. Oh my god. If it was an Envy, I miss my Envy. I still have my envy. That is very sad. Of course, the pictures always disappear. Right, of course. She says, oh, and also, I did ask the people in charge of the trust who rented to us if they knew why the others had moved and if anything bad had happened in that home. They refused to answer me on anything, even though I told them about the weird stuff I was experiencing. Yikes. I guess that's it. So hopefully none of this stuff followed you into where you are now, because that all sounds awful. Um, if it did, you might just have some sort of, I'm going to call it a gift, but it sounds less pleasant than a gift. <laughs> well. But considering her husband saw yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Ooh. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't yeah. love that a lot. I don't love any of that. Oh my God. The poor kids. Holy shit. Well, anyway, um, that was really great that was really 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 great thank you so much holy shit that was awesome yeah thank (sighs) you so much for sending that to us oh my god i like messaged her earlier and i was like i haven't read this yet but like i might have questions for you later (laughs) i have zero questions this was like so well written so thank you again incredible (sighs) holy fuck okay all right we have one more from our dear dear friend kin yay pronouns they them 
Yay! Okay. I have two shorter ones, both seemingly involved involving spirits of deceased loved ones, which uh, I feel like is a common thing. Yep. Especially if you're a witch. Correct. Yes. As far as my memory recalls, my first brush with the paranormal... When I was a child, and up until my early teens, I had an imaginary friend called Janie. She was always with me everywhere I went. We drove into many lands of adventures, and most of the time we just talked. Janie was basically the little voice in my head that helped me make tough decisions. When I was 11 Mm. or 12 years old, my grandfather, on one of our many trips to the township's graveyard, showed me a grave I've never seen before. One that belonged to a family member, a woman named Janie. She was tucked into the back corner of my grandmother's family's plot. So in a way, I had a ghost as an imaginary friend. Janie was older when she died, but I still feel like she had something to do with it. Wow. That's so cool. Like, at the very least, that is a damn synchronicity. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, yes. Wow. 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 That's, uh, well, like, you hear about all these, like, kids having, uh, imaginary friends, and, like, to me now, my first thought is, like, that kid is seeing a ghost. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) actually, um, I definitely used to have an imaginary friend, and, like, I feel like I had them around until I was, like, yeah, like, 11 or 12, and I was, like, definitely have repressed that part of my memory. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I did, but I also it also might just be one of those things that I uh, don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yes. All right. I like that. The second story is a bit more sad. In 2018, I lost three pets. The first oh, was God. our outdoor cat, Kit Kat. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, three pets in one year? Yeah, that's really oh, sad. Oh, my God. That hurt a lot because she was very loved. The second and the focus of the story happened one month later. Stitch was a Shih Tzu mix with something. We got him when I was 11 as a little baby puppy from a family friend. He gave me 14 incredible years of devoted friendship. Most of his time was spent Mm. in my room on my bed. When his health started degrading and he could no longer jump up onto the bed, he would come to me and I'd throw him back onto it. He loved being thrown and (laughs) tossed around. Wow. That sounds like Artemis, dude. Dude, yeah, and Grand. Uh, one of my old roommate's oh, cats, Grand. I used to just literally do the same thing. Just like, toss him onto the couch. the couch and just, like, throw him around. And he would fucking love that shit. <sighs> okay. Oh. In July of 2018, he made the walk over the Rainbow Bridge. He died in my arms with the rest of my family kneeling around me. He passed being pet and held and loved. You can't really ask for much more than that. It tore me up, though, really badly. Two days after his passing, he came to me. I was in bed, just dozing off, when I felt him jump up to lay beside me. I curled up around him, held him close, felt his fur and his heart. My boy slept in my arms one last time. Sometimes I still hear the jingle of the tags on his collar, but not for a long while now. He was a very good boy. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Aww. Ghost puppy. Oh. I'm Thank sorry you, for your loss, Kin, but I love that. <laughs> yeah. That was that was really, really beautiful. I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, wow. all right. Oh man. 
All right. Well, we're at like 29 minutes. So that was actually perfect. Perfect. Wow. Great. Uh, Awesome. Thank you guys for sending in your stories. Um, Like we always say, we are always, always, always taking more stories. You can send them pretty much anywhere. We prefer email so they don't get lost. But but yeah, if you want to send those in, your story might get read next month. Yes, we release a little weird at the last Wednesday of every month. So yours could be on our next one. Yeah, and that's literally anything weird. Like, literally. don't care. As long as it doesn't include racism, transphobia, homophobia, or anything awful like that, we don't care. And I'm serious about this. If you've had a weird dream recently, please tell us about it. I have yes. this working theory about dreams, and I... uh Need some confirmation. Okay, okay, okay. Which is, <laughs> pandemic dreams are insane. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> you know, I'm inclined to agree with that because I feel like more people have been talking about their dreams since then. Yeah, I love that shit. Yes. So yeah, send those in. Yeah. Other than that, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this has been a little weird. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>